Someone writes, There is much teaching abroad today that emphasizes the role of Satan in modern society. I believe in Satan as a true personality, but is he able to control and oppress Christians as some seem to think? That, of course, is a very good question, and it requires a lot more thought and much more by way of answer than we can give to it in this brief span of time. But I do want to speak to it at least initially and suggestively because there are Christians everywhere today who are confused and perplexed by the many things abroad uh, in our society and in particular in Christian society. Satan, of course, is a real person. The demons are real persons. The Bible makes this explicitly clear. But we must recognize that it is wrong either to overemphasize the role of Satan in our lives or to underemphasize the role of Satan in our lives. His power is great, but his power is always limited. And indeed, it has been limited severely by the coming of Jesus Christ. You remember how the disciples told Jesus of how they had cast out demons, and he said, I saw Satan falling like lightning from heaven. He also told the disciples that he had bound the strong man and taken captive many of his goods. Satan is in a limited capacity today. Oh, yes, he goes about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. But, you know, he can only do one thing to the Christian. He can only tempt the Christian. He cannot enter into the Christian. Demons cannot possess a Christian. Satan and demons cannot touch the Christian. And not, notwithstanding all the books that tell us otherwise today that talk about Satan oppressing and casting great uh, depressions upon people's minds and harrying uh, Christians, uh, distressing them in a variety of ways, this has become the grand cop-out for many Christians in our time. Notwithstanding all of that talk and all of that literature, we must insist that the Scriptures tell us plainly, explicitly, and clearly that the devil does not possess that power toward Christians today. Even in the Old Testament, of course, God, when he allowed Satan to oppress uh, Job, only allowed him to go just so far. He set the limits and he set the bounds. But what he was able to do to Job, he is unable to do to the believer. You say, all right, give me the scripture that tells me so. Fine. In 1 John 5, verse 18, we read, speaking of the Christian, the one who is born of God, as he says in the earlier part of that verse, we read that he is kept by God and the evil one, that's Satan, the evil one does not touch him. Satan cannot even lay a finger upon the believer. He cannot touch the believer. The evil one can throw temptations in his way. He can put stumbling blocks in front of him. He can uh, lay all kinds of traps for him. 
He can uh, dangle the bait in front of him in a variety of ways. The Christian can be deceived and can fall over the stumbling blocks that Satan puts in his way, but he doesn't have to. It is his obligation as a believer using the scriptures, using all of the warnings of the word of God to walk around those stumbling blocks, to avoid those traps, not to take that bait that's on the hook. All Satan can do is dangle the bait in front of his eyes, but it's the believer's fault when he bites. We must remember that Satan has great power to tempt, but he has no power to control a believer. This is most important for us to keep in mind. Indeed, we read about Jesus Christ on the cross in Colossians 2 and what he did on that cross. We read that he not only canceled out the certificate of death, debt consisting of decrees against us, which was hostile to us, and took it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross, but listen to verse 15, Colossians 2, 15. When he had disarmed, disarmed the rulers and authorities, he made a public display of them, having triumphed over them through him. And there he's talking about the rulers in heavenly places and the authorities in heavenly places who were arrayed against him. He's talking about Satan and his hosts. It says that he disarmed Satan. And not only did he disarm him, but he triumphed over him and made a public display of him. Listen to Hebrews 2 verse 14 that tells us this. It says, he himself likewise, speaking of Christ, also partook of the same, that is, flesh and blood, that through death he might render powerless, listen to that, powerless, him who had the power of death, that is, the devil, and might deliver those who through fear of death were subject to slavery, slavery all their lives. The great power that Satan had over a believer before he became a Christian is gone. Once a man becomes a Christian, the devil is really powerless with reference to him. And the only reason that that Christian gets into trouble thereafter is because he himself has been willing to bite the devil's temptation. He doesn't have to do that. We read that if you resist the devil, he will flee from you. You know, Christians who are afraid and scared of demons, and the devil and the rest of it today, don't act properly. They are wrong. We read that wherever Christ went in the New Testament, the demons were afraid. They were the ones who trembled. They were the ones who cried for mercy. And that's the way it ought to be where the gospel of Jesus Christ goes. The devil ought to be put back. His uh, emissaries ought to be defeated. They ought to flee, not the Christian. What a terrible thing to see men who have been redeemed by Jesus Christ who have the Spirit of God dwelling within them shrinking in the face of the devil. This kind of thing should not be. It's time for Christians to recognize this fact, to recognize what Jesus Christ has done for them, and notice the freedom that they have in him. And listen, there's no longer any opportunity for that new excuse. You know, people everywhere used to say, well, grandmother made me do it, or society made me do it, or my environment made me do it, or my parents made me do it. The latest cop-out has become, the devil made me do it. There's no room for that. 
when you realize what Jesus Christ has done for the Christian and how he has disarmed the devil, how principalities and powers have been conquered. And though we wrestle against them, we wrestle with the Lord Jesus Christ at our side and we will be victorious over them in that battle. How utterly important it is for you and for me to recognize this fact, to live this way, and to realize that our sin cannot be thrown off on the back of the devil, that our sin is our own responsibility before God. Lord, encourage and cheer Christians who have been downhearted because of misteaching in this field. And we pray too, Lord, that you will keep us from copping out. For Christ's sake, amen.